Ladies and gentlemen, the World Wide Web proudly presents Recorded live from Chicagoland to Burbank, California and across the USA The boys are in trouble! A seagull told me! A new episode of the occasionally existing podcast Luke and Carrie's Bad Rapport And now, here's your hosts Luke Ski and Carrie Dalby Hey everybody! Hi! Welcome to episode uh, 142 of Luke and Carrie's Bad Rapport. It is Saturday, March 18th, 2023, the day after um, St. Patrick's Day. Die, 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 hey. So. <laughs> and we've had our biggest hiatus yet. Yes. Um. Uh- Shall I get into that? Sure, go ahead. Uh, Basically, although it's probably none of your business, listener, I'll just settle it to saying, you know, we had a falling out and we're slowly working our way back to being friendos. But um, uh, specifically, this podcast is being recorded not because MarsCon just happened but because I just finished watching a great show called Wellington Paranormal which is a spin-off of the movie version of What We Do in the Shadows vampire movie by uh, Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement that I introduced Luke to that movie and the show version and um I wanted him to watch it and I kept talking about it and he kept not watching it. So I decided to use bribery (laughs) and bartering. So I said, if you start watching Wellington Paranormal, we can record a podcast. And that was something that Luke liked. And it was also a part of it was, um, you know, the original intention was that we would record these podcast segments in person uh, uh, at MarsCon, um, and while we were at MarsCon, we did record something that potentially could be segments for an episode. It, it might be in this episode. It might not. I have to go back and listen to the audio. But what that what that ended up being was because, of course, Alexan was with us. Um, Alexan likes to do this game uh, that she calls she calls the talking game, uh, and sometimes it has a specific theme. Basically, it's like kind of a, a verbal D and D adventure, you know, D- Dungeons and Dragons type, you know, adventure. Yeah. Where the main person, you know, leading the story is kind of the dungeon master and telling a story to, you know, at least one person or sometimes multiple people. And then, you know, usually Alex is that, or excuse me, uh, usually Alexan is that. Um, is that person leading the story mm-hmm. and then it would get to a point where something needs to happen. And then the action would be like, okay, so do you think the, you know, the person does this thing or does the person do something else? And then, and that's when, you know, the, the other person playing answers what they think should happen next. And then, you know, the dungeon master is like, okay, so then that happens and then blah, blah, blah. So it's just called, you know, that's, uh, you know, like a thorough talking version of a D and D type situation. Yep. 
Uh, it's sometimes like D and D without the paperwork or the figures or you know the pre planning. <laughs> so we recorded uh, a, a a pretty long segment of that uh, specifically the Scooby Doo talking game um, because in the past year or so. Alex has gotten way into Scooby-Doo, which is cool because Scooby-Doo is awesome. Um, yes. So The interesting part was uh, Alex wanted uh, me to be the person leading the story. Uh, Carrie, you were playing Shaggy, right? Yeah. And also I um, interjected parenting things so often that it's <laughs> going to make it even harder for you to edit than it would have been already. <laughs> Sorry, that was my phone. Um, so, yeah, and um, <laughs> so, yeah, Carrie was supposed to play Shaggy, and then Alexanne was playing Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Dum, and Scrappy-Doo. Yes, she likes to have Scrappy-Doo and Scooby-Dum always going along with the gang, the rest of the gang. Yeah, so it's basically like, you know, which which iteration of the show was that, like... The all new Scooby Doo, you know. I don't know. I don't think I don't know if they ever had an episode with both Scrappy Doo and Scooby Dum. I'd have to yeah. research it. So, um, so it, and then I guess I was, you know, <laughs> I was playing like you know F- Fred and um, Velma Daphne, and Daphne and Velma and Daphne, you know, and 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 various other characters in the adventure who would be all of the characters that would be the suspects in the show. Um, <laughs> so the, the funny thing about it, and you'll hear this if this ends up in this episode, is that even though I'm supposed to be like the, the D&D person running the game. <laughs> You're supposed to be the D, the D dungeon master. Yeah, I, I'm supposed to be, yeah, the, the DM running the game. Uh, Alexan was, you know, like wanted to know where the story was going from the beginning. In fact, at one point when Carrie had to go take care of something, Alex had basically wanted me to, you know, say what my whole idea of where this whole thing was going just to make sure that she approved of it. (laughs) And then, you know, later on, if I, you know, if I either deviated from what I had said earlier, you know, or if I seemed to be actually trying to wrap up the story, she would then get upset (laughs) And be like, no, no, this needs to happen like this. And then, like, she would come up and like yeah. start like whispering to me, like, this needs to happen or that needs to happen. And it's like, okay, fine, I guess we're just gonna make this, you know, a two-hour episode of bad rapport that is entirely this Scooby-Doo talking game. <laughs> <laughs> She's a control freak. Uh, don't know where she gets it from, but uh, yeah, you know. Uh, so, so and- yeah. So that's so 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 basically, you know, that's the only segment we had time to record uh at at uh at MarsCon. So then Carrie was kind enough to say, like, well, we'll record, you know, podcast content, you know, over Zoom so that well, we can because, have something. Because uh of my life having changed such as it has, where um Josh and I live in separate houses and I occasionally get parenting breaks and i figured then you know i'll schedule these um times when i'm not parenting so that um the listener doesn't have to listen to alex and the whole entire episode if the listener doesn't want to (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, because there was there's parts of that, you know, because I'm doing characters and voices and stuff, and you know, there were things that were funny in there. It's like it's it's there's plenty of podcast worthy stuff in there. It's just you know, mm-hmm. we went on for like I think it was like thirty or forty minutes. So I just need to kind of if I could whittle oh, that please. down to about like That's twenty. <laughs> Plus, also, me and her while you were. On the phone with your mom, me and her made up a bunch of fake commercials. Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. Uh, yeah, um, my mom, my yeah, my yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, I got about like another ten minutes ish. That uh, you know, so do you want to dive into Wellington Paranormal right now, or do you want to save that for the next segment? Um, well, we could do both. We could have a music break here and then start a new segment. All right. Okay. So here, here are some comedy musics and we'll be right back and we'll talk about Wellington Paranormal. My toys or repair a matching shoes Running around my room At the speed of light Talking so fast My stories would last hours into the night Blame it on the floor Letters at my core My leg I'm shaking And my nails I'm chewing Yeah, I'm always dreaming Hardly doing Sometimes my words don't make it
I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. I move mountains. I move churches. And I glow because I know what my worth is. I don't ask how hard the work is. Got a rough and destructible surface. Diamonds and platinum. I find on my platinum. I take what I'm handed. I break what's demanded. But under the surface, I feel berserk as a tightrope walker in a three ring circus. Under the surface, was Hercules ever like, yo, I don't wanna fight Cerberus? Under the surface, I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can be of service. A flower crack, the straw in the stack. Game so strong and my thing so long It's like a hundred thousand shawties trying to get it on They call me Mr. Nine Inch Nails but without the nails They call me Big Pimpin' If it's pimpin' and been a little bigger They call me Mr. Really Cool Guy who's also pale Yeah, I'm a white guy, but I'm an honorary cool guy 27 holes all out on the floor They drop it low, bring it back, and they give me some more And a couple of them got ass for days But it doesn't matter cause our existence is meaningless
some of you might say that life is beautiful anyway. Don't overthink it, just appreciate. Just be thankful for the life you got. You got 27 hoes and a magnum cock. And I'm like, yes, of course, my penis is really big. And I take a second thank them for noticing it. I got 27 hoes all out on the floor. I got four Porsches in my garage at home. And I take one out. I'm cruising around. I find a cute little shoddy and I take her to town. And I ask her, do you want to be my hoe? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, oh, no. And she's like, what is it? Is it about me being your hoe? And I'm like, no, I just remembered something completely different. And she's like, well, what is it? You know, I kind of want to know now. And I'm like, I don't think you do want to know because... And now we're going to talk about Wellington Paranormal. <laughs> okay. And hopefully you remember to edit in some music. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so Wellington Paranormal, there's a scene in, um, I don't want to give too much away, but there is a scene in the movie, What We Do in the Shadows. This is a vampire um, mockumentary that takes place in New Zealand, Wellington, uh, the city of Wellington. And um, there's one point where um, the cops stop in to check on things because they got some reports from the neighbors and the vampires spend the whole time trying to hypnotize the cops into not noticing all of the vampire, you know, death and shenanigans that, were around them so these two bumbling cops come in which is officer o'leary and officer uh it's not coming to me officer o'leary and her male officer pal um no officer minogue officer o'leary and officer minogue which is uh like a like a kind of um butch female uh 
cop and a regular white het male cop um, come in and they're checking things out, but they don't see any of the bad stuff and they keep commenting on like little, you know, things that are unsanitary or little or little uh, minor code violations and stuff like that. And then um, leave. And they're, they're pretty big highlight of the movie. And then these two exact same characters and actors become the uh, basis of Wellington paranormal, which all centers around the police department in Wellington. And um, they check out various paranormal stuff. You know, there's like a different paranormal thing going on in each episode. And yeah, it's like the um, chief of the, of Wellington paranormal has his own little secret room. That's full of all of the, you know, paranormal things going on that he's, you know, trying to, more or less keep hitting from keep hitting yeah. from the rest of the department, but he brings the two of them in to be like, oh well, you're going to be my my special, you know, agents or special forces to go out and deal with all the paranormal stuff that comes up. So it's mm-hmm. basically, it's you know, and and this is an you know obvious thing to say because you know Jermaine Clement is one of the you know creators and writers and, writers. and stuff, but it's basically like. A cross between X Files and Flight of the Concords. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I could very easily see, like, you know, that you know, just it's it, like, like Reese Davies could have played the chief <laughs> if yeah. he hadn't already played a different character in the movie. Like that, it just seems like, yeah, <laughs> it's like you know, time to take roll, <laughs> you know. But now, okay. and how far along are you now? Because hmm? I've watched the whole series now. How far oh, along are you in the series? I I have gotten to the end of season one. Uh, cool. It, so, it 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 picks up uh, in season two and gets a little more action packed. And um, uh, and for those who are listening and maybe wondering, you can check this out on HBO Max if you are in the U.S. And if you're not, then. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I, I accidentally discovered, uh, for some reason, it's also on the CW. Uh, mm. If you if you can get that app, uh, you know, on whatever your streaming device is, or it possibly it might also be at, at you know the CW.com. So, you know, I was like looking through that the other day, trying to find a show, and I was like, oh well, Turtles <laughs> on here. Okay, cool. Um, One of my favorite behind the scenes type of knowledge about this show is how they found the um, actress that plays Officer O'Leary, which I'm guessing you haven't heard. Um, No, I haven't. So obviously, you know, they found these actors for the movie initially, and it was um, the like director at the preschool of the cast uh, uh where the casting director had her child at this at this um preschool or daycare or whatever um preschool slash daycare i don't know and she the casting director was in there to pick up or drop off her child or children and went to the woman who is like the manager there and said that she should try out and that was the first time that um, Karen O'Leary 
which is her real name, ever acted in anything. And she went and tried out for the film and she got the part. And then and then they made a spinoff with her in it. So she, and and the interesting thing is that she continued on in Wellington being uh she never quit her job at the preschool the entire time. <laughs> and so now that the show is ostensibly done, uh she still has a job at the preschool. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, I have no idea what the you know <laughs> it's just it's a, I just imagine like how much money she made off of, you know, uh being on the show and it's like, you know, you know, that's that's you know, I'm sure a wonderful, you know, retirement savings that she now has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a pretty cool story. And I've read a couple interviews with her and she's really funny. And I really like her a lot. She's like <laughs> kind of like one of my favorite actors now especially knowing her origin story of how she started acting yeah it's basically the thing i never i didn't watch a ton of x-files i just never got into it at the time it was on the yeah, air i never watched it um you know but i've seen like a handful of episodes and i, I know i've seen both of the movies they made um but basically it's like if 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 um Leary and, and Minogue are like, you know, the Mulder and Scully. It's like, um, O'Leary is the woman, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like between the two of them, you know, they have one brain cell and O'Leary has the brain cell. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, Cause it's so great. Cause it's like, Especially when it's when when like you know like in season one there's that one vampire character who's like occasionally like trying to do the whole thrall thing of like you know um, you know like hypnotizing them or whatever and it's and, it, and a lot of times it just it doesn't even seem necessary because they aren't even noticing any of the things. <laughs> Did you notice that vampire character is from the original movie? I didn't notice it. I mean, I've only seen the original movie once, so it's I, right. I Yeah, he's from the he's from the movie. And that that's another thing is you know, I kind of thought that you know, some of the characters from the movie, you know, didn't they show up in the TV show at some point? You know, um like when they had the big like vampire council, you know, like weren't they part of that and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So it's hey, like yeah, he's referring to the uh, the what we do in the shadows TV show version uh, versus the movie version. So yeah, so it's like you know it is a connected universe and stuff. So yeah, you know, it's like it would be. I mean, you know, I'm not. It, it would be it would be interesting if they could figure out a way to justify having those two characters show up uh, on the the TV version of what we do in the shadows. But it would be kind of yeah. weird to try to figure out why would they, those characters be on Staten Island? <laughs> right. That's that's the hard part. Yeah. But but yeah, the show is really funny, just really great, like improvisational, um, you know, comedy and stuff, and uh, the um. 
like the, the you know they actually have a decent effects budget for both like practical effects and CGI effects and stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, and great makeup and you know, lot just it's just it's a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. You know, if, I would have gotten through a lot more of the show, possibly all of the show, if it weren't for the fact that you know it was MarsCon season and I, mm-hmm. I only had you know so much time to watch so many TV shows. Indeed. So shall we uh, call it a segment? Yeah, because uh, I need to head to uh, my day job. So uh, yeah, I need um, to do things to Alexan's in her first school play, and I'm helping out and stuff. So yeah, and this is her the last performance of her first school play. But I can talk more about that when we have more time. Okay. Well, we'll be back, listeners, with more segments at some point, and here's some more awesome, funny music. Hooray! (laughs) All right, cool. You saying hooray awkwardly to end segments hasn't changed. I got caught with the box after call puny god Then got ripped out of time by the TVA squad Been a hell of a ride, but I'm hearing the bell start to toll So I tried to escape, got a suit, lost my cape And I'm told that I'll die lest I stop this mistake There's a variant me that I think I might want to bone Here we go So who's the one behind timekeepers who drops the clues for all comic readers you Feel like I'm gonna puke, cause the timeline is screwed. Do I fix all this now, or wait till season two? Been a hell of a ride, but my purpose is glorious. Multiverse. Man, it's all confusing. We've made a giant mess, I feel like we're losing. It's causing me some stress, cause my friends don't know me. So what do I do next? Yeah, tell me what is next, just tell me. Here we go. So drop your sword and I'll freak out if I see Miss Minutes again Cause she's working for Kang He's way too cold to be that evil If he's so strong, can't wait for his geek Well, okay, where's your variant gang? Your faith into every Loki that someday this will be okie dokie till then. We'll just hang out with Kang. Here we go.
I've never seen a turtle get down despite my age. I have never seen a turtle get down upon the stage. While I've never seen them do this task, I am simply overjoyed to have been asked. I have never seen a turtle get down, but thanks for asking. Promised and someday be mine. 
Mariano's on his way. He told me that the man of my dreams would be just out of reach. Betrothed to another. It's like I hear him I want not a sound out of now. I can hear him now. Yeah, about that Bruno. I really need to know about Bruno. Give me the truth and the whole truth. I need to uh, uh, put something on my shopping list. Alexanne, I, I put batteries on my shopping list. I've understood that you want me to beat you up. Uh, no, that's not... Ow, ow, you're beating me up. You're welcome. Alexanne, put batteries on my shopping list. Okay, I've understood that you want me to whack your head on my hand a million times. Ow, 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 One ow. million years later. Ow. That a was... more billion years later. Ow, ow. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> yep. Anyway, 
Maybe I don't need batteries that badly. <laughs> okay, I'll add batteries to your shopping list. <laughs> oh, good. So, hey. Sorry for the inconvenience. Someone has hacked me. So, <laughs> well. Let's do this Scooby-Doo talking game. Okay, first. Scooby-Doo talking game. <laughs> first explain what a Scooby-Doo talking game is. Uh, you sh Hey, Carrie. A Scooby-Doo talking game is much like an episode of Scooby-Doo, except instead of watching an episode of a cartoon, there is talking. Yes, thank you. It's now like... I've understood that you want me to beat you up. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, sorry for being hacked again. <laughs> hey Luke, start yeah. the Scooby Doo talking game. All right. Who? Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? Got some work to do now. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Come on, Scooby-Doo. I'm pretending. I'm You're like me, because I can't see the way you slink and shit. Got a mystery to solve with And if you do it, you Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We can count on you. Scooby Doo, I know we'll catch that villain. Don't. I don't get it. Down, down, down. Down, 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 Scrappy Dappy Doo, we're also here. Hee <laughs> hee. Did you hear da -da 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 -da. Puppy power. Don't <laughs> scream into the mic, but you do want to stay closer to the mic if you want to be recorded. Okay, so the gang, so the gang pull up to a motel or a hotel, excuse me, and it's maybe. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's 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 a a convention for mystery solvers. It's 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 mystery con, and uh, is it at a Hilton? Uh, yes, it's at a Hilton, and uh, in Minnesota. Yes. In Bloomington. Yes. This Hilton. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what time? What time of year is it? Well, uh, this uh, March 9th, six thirty-one p.m. <laughs> no, I mean in the game. Oh, in the game, uh, it's. It's October 30th, so it's almost Halloween. And uh, in what year? Uh, well, let me see. Uh, the only Scooby-Doo mysteries with Scrappy, that would put it like what? Uh, 81? Yeah, yeah this, this, is, <laughs> this, is a, this is a talking game, so it can be whatever year you Oh, okay. Well, then it takes place in 2023, so that we can have access to modern technology. <laughs> okay. Scooby-Doo and Scrappy doing this? That's never been in an actual episode, but... 
Scooby-Dum and Scrappy-Doo, but I don't like to have Scooby-Doo So, one of the members of the Mystery Gang has been made a guest of honor. Uh, well, that's you have to decide which one of the mystery gang people gets is the, is a guest of honor at this uh, convention because Scrappy Doo. It's okay, so Scrappy Doo is being honored uh, as the as the guest of honor at Mystery Con. Because because he's a top he he he's very good at traps. That's probably why. Okay. So Scrappy, <laughs> like, I need to set up a Scrappy trap right when we get in. He sets up a trap. He's like. I'll catch any naughty tourists. By naughty, I mean any tourists. But, uh, Scrappy, like, what if you, like, accidentally capture mystery con goers? That will, like, make them not like you. And stuff. Uh, you really say that? Pulls the string across in the trap. What? I'm not getting you down. Scrappy starts walking away. Oh, Scrappy! Oh. It says, Scooby Dom, keep guard. He's like, oh, okay. I'll choose the rope. Choose the rope. Thank you, Scooby Dom. <laughs> they fall. So I'm like, that's like super awesome of you, dude. <laughs> like, I'm starving. Do they have any food here? No, all I see is a hamburger stand. Oh, I like, <laughs> love hamburgers. Oh. But it's a fake hamburger stand, I think. But says real hamburger stand. <laughs> They're gonna have but, to... but Scooby Dum, it says like real hamburger stand on oh. the hamburger stand. Okay, yeah. R E R E A L spells fake. <sighs> and then the person who runs the convention comes up and says. Hey, how you doing there? My name is Mort. I'm from Minnesota. And uh, I would like to uh, welcome all of you from Mystery Inc. here to Mystery Con. Especially you, Scrappy-Doo. Since, according to your own uh, bio, you are the best mystery solver and trap trap. person. Ah, Scrappy! Scooby down pulled the rope on Scrappy instead of the guy. He's like... Oh, yeah! Because Scrappy falls in through the net. And then the guy running the event goes, Wow, that was an amazing live demonstration of trapping. Uh, you're the perfect guest of honor. So now the guy says, um, Well, here are your room keys. You're in room 1313, up on the 13th floor. So uh, it's a big suite, and, uh, you know, you can take well, the elevator up there. Haunted. Well, some people think this hotel is haunted uh, uh, by, by by the by the zombie bellboy. <laughs> zombie bellboy. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why there no joke? Yeah, many years ago there was a bellboy who. Uh, That's a bellboy. He's a, the person who uh, you know will carry your luggage for you or put it on a cart and take it up to your room. What's you know. You know, you're really stupid. <laughs> I'm just joking. Wait. Who wait me I was just imitating Ruby Don. Well. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the bellboy. Uh, How did he die? I'm going to tell you if you'll stop asking questions there. Uh, he... 
uh, somebody made him take way too much luggage up to the room, and when he went to go in the room, uh, he, he started dipping backwards, and he fell out of a window on the 13th floor, and he fell down, and he died. And some people say to this day, you can hear the squeak squeak of his uh, luggage cart down the hallways, and then if he sneaks up on you, he puts you on the luggage cart, and then he uh, throws you off the 13th floor. What kills you? Yeah. Well, that's... Some people say that's just a bunch of hooey, like a local legend, like somebody made that up just to uh, make this hotel more popular with, with mystery solvers. And that's why we have Mystery Con here. So, because of this? Because of this. So if anybody solves the mystery, they win $100,000 if they can solve the mystery of the zombie bellboy. Well, that's just great. Um, <laughs> that's that that's excellent financial planning. Win a hundred thousand dollars and buy a hundred thousand hamburgers. So Because I'm a growing pup. Usually I'd only eat two if I wasn't growing. More Scooby Doo after these messages. T Mobile, buy now <laughs> or go to jail. Hello, I am JoJo Siwa. I'm totally JoJo Siwa and not an actor. Totally JoJo Siwa. Oh no! Or go to jail. No, I mean, 
or you'll get murdered by Jojo Siwa tomorrow night! Do you have trouble with sleep? Would you like to sleep better? Please come to Melatonin Town, where we'll sell you melatonin gummies, melatonin drinks, melatonin candy bars, and melatonin powder. Don't forget your melatonin licky stops. Yes, you lick it and then it stops. And then you stop being awake. Melatonin Town. Come to Melatonin Town now. Okay, I would like this day. This one goes to all the disciples out there on the journey that we call life. You know, there's only five needs. And Kyle and I have compiled them and woven them into song. A song we like to call The Five Needs. First you need the planet, earth beneath your feet. You couldn't live an instant without that. Then you need the air, oxygen to breathe You couldn't live five minutes without that Then you need the water The icy cold water So far, bad, off to a bad start. Now it's time for me to tell you about better, closer, warmer. That's it. Let's kick it. Now it's time for me to tell you about tenacious D. Now it's time for me to tell you about tenacious D. Now it's time for me to tell you about tenacious D. Now it's time for me to tell you about they call themselves the D.
Remember who wrote that song? Me, baby, me. Oh, we're the Mario Brothers in plumbing's a game. We're not like the others who get all the fame. When you think he's in trouble, you could call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. So hang on to your seat. 
see. They're ready for adventure and remarkable feats. You'll meet Koopas, the Troopers, the Princess, and the others. Hanging with the plumbers, you'll get hooked on the brothers to the bridge. This one is from my one and only true love, Princess Peach. Peach, you're so cool. And with my star, we're gonna rule. Peach, understand, I'm gonna love you till the very end. Are you plugged in? Yeah. All right, ready? One, two, or one, two, three. I don't play video games no more. I never play video games. Except for a little bit of God of War. I never play video games. Maybe once in a while, a little bit of Fallout 4. But that's okay, not right now. I got things to do. Cause I don't play video games no more. Never play video games. But Red Dead Redemption 2, that is not a game. an adult thing that's not a game at all that's like fucking shakespeare you know i don't play video games no more tiny bit of video game i guess i still play fucking video games that's it that's the one it's on the album now, back to Scooby-Doo. So now the gang goes to opening cer- to opening ceremonies of the convention. So, who should play the person who is uh, who's running the convention? Oh, what do you mean? Who's, who's the con chair? Who should play the con chair? Should it be me or your mom? You. Me? Because okay. you're the runner! Mom okay. only plays Shaggy and I only play the dogs. Oh, okay. You play all the other. So are, are Velma and Daphne and Fred not there at all? Uh, they are. Totally they, there. Oh, okay. They are, but you play them. Okay. 
so. That's the only male in the room playing female characters. What? Um. All right, I'm trying to decide what voice this person should have. Um. Uh, should it be a girl or a boy? Um. Uh, hmm. Well, probably a boy because you're bad at doing girl voices. I could do kind of a silly girl voice, like a like a an older woman voice, like. <clears throat> I could do an old woman. Like a. <laughs> well, it, it shouldn't be an old woman because old women wouldn't want to run conventions. Though. That's. <laughs> Who do you think runs March Con? <laughs> a very young woman. <laughs> Who runs it? Well, they are there. There are some fairly old people on the con staff, and and who are women. Not all of them, but some Who's of them. Con chair, then? Uh, this year, uh, I don't know if it's Ben or Christine. Um, it's one of the two of them. Uh, they talk to you. Yeah, I talk to them all the time. They're the people that set up, let me, you know, that help me set up all the cool stuff. But um. Okay, let's. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hello, my name is Marjorie, and I'm the person who put together the. Uh, the mystery con because I love mystery so much and oh I'm such a fan <coughs> excuse me of that scrappy do I wanted scrappy to be the guest of honor oh <coughs> so without further ado everybody who attended mystery con here's your guest of honor scrappy do and suddenly a trap gets full right on her ah there's a trap on me scrappy dappy do Oh, that's why you're the guest of honor. So tell us, Scrappy, are you going to solve the mystery of the zombie bellboy and that win the $100,000? Not really. My, my, but my, the Scooby is. Uncle Scooby is going to do it. Uncle Scooby's going to solve it? Well, and that's when Velma says, Will you do it for a Scooby snack? Uh, a million ones? Um, well, ooh, three, three boxes? Wait, wait, actually, I will because the million hamburgers even give us all the money! Well, good. Alright, so. Scooby's like, I don't, I don't need any one Scooby snack. So he has his one Scooby snack. Because Scooby really wants those million hamburgers that he's going <laughs> to buy with that money. <laughs> Alright, well... <laughs> Good luck to all of you mystery fans out there. And we'll see who solves the mystery of the zombie bellboy. And wins the $100,000. Will it be Scooby-Doo? Or will it be some other random poison? Like... Thanks, Marjorie. He's like, uh, I think Rappy will help too. Red Fred, Red Red Rappy, Red Red, Red will be done. We'll all do it. Scooby kind of suddenly turns brave because he, he really wants those hamburgers to get bought with all that money. But Scooby realizes he's like, wow, maybe I should practice me. What? So Scooby, he's gonna get 
all the, mem the human members of the gang have get twenty five thousand, so they can choose what to spend the money on. <laughs> so Scrappy tells Shaggy, "How about use three hundred of the dollars to to get me a new and some new trapping materials?" Is Shaggy gonna say yes if they get the money for three hundred dollars of the twenty five thousand that he person gets to get Scrappy's new trapping materials. Like, sure. He's like, and two hamburgers for me. He's like, he's like, cause I don't get that hungry. I'm as hungry as you, not as hungry as you at least. He's like, I'm trying not to get overweight. <laughs> Like, I don't know how you guys are not overweight. Like, I don't know how how you could think that would be overweight. We're always hungry. We never get full. Is it like your stomachs have portals in them to an, an alternate dimension? You'll have Velma, to like my toilet or something. Velma says, that kind of stuff doesn't exist. And I say that because I'm a skeptic. He says... I think that you both just have very high metabolisms. Scrappy's like, I'll find out! Scrappy tries to jump into Shaggy's mouth. Uh, like... Like, you guys, should we, like, work on solving the mystery? I, I, I know it's kind of scary, but I, like, really want those hamburgers. He's like, Scrap, Scrappy gets out and he's like, Well... You gotta face towards the mic. So Scrappy gets a uh, gets an X-ray and he's like, it does an X-ray on Shaggy's stomach. Does it have a portal on it to an alternate dimension? No, but we see like the outlines of like giant hoagie sandwiches and slices of pizza. How big is the stomach? Uh, it's, it's yeah, it's it's like a tartar stomach. It's it's much bigger on the inside. And Scrappy says, "Hey, Velma, if you." are so skeptic of impossible stuff, then look at this. It's bigger on the inside. Like a TARDIS. Well, that's just the wonders of biology. <laughs> hey, let's go snooping around and see if we can find any clues to solve this mystery. Scrappy's <laughs> like, yeah, me, Shaggy, Scooby-Dum, uh, and Scooby will go down up to the spooky place and you and Fred, you, Bella and Daphne, will go to the we'll go explore the con and see if there's any clues in the con. So Scrappy Scrappy makes them all the Shaggy, Scooby, Scooby Dum and himself go up to split up Scooby Dum so it's all okay. Scooby Doo's like, roll! Like you're not making me split up from Scooby, right? Scrappy says, "Nah, -uh, nah, uh You're coming with me, Scooby, and Scooby Dumb. Whew, like good. <laughs> so they're like, we actually have the bigger group. So we're a bit safer. <laughs> so it's like. Scrappy's kind of like says, I am pretty tired. He's like, he's no, like, we're not taking a nap. 
Scooby, we need to solve this mystery so we can get it. Scooby Doo says, I don't. Scooby Doo, they, they're, they're like, let's stop the pantry. So Scooby goes in, and he get, he gets a big like can of, kind of like a can of soup, but a, a pretty big, wide, not that tall can of soup. And he, and he slurps up all the soup and licks every last bit, and then he goes and buys some bandanas and he puts it up and then puts Scrappy in it. And, and Scooby, Scooby puts it on, on his back. Okay, like, is there any, like, clues in this pantry? He's like, Roger. So he kind of, he kind of does. And so you're the one who would tell us if we find it. So, so as, as Scooby, Scooby is also looking for super glue, so, well, so, uh, well, well, actually, he, he gets a harness to harness and super glues the bed thing to the harness so he doesn't have to balance it. I see. Yeah, you're kind of the DM here. I know, I'm, I'm looking for a, a... You guys are in the pantry still? Yeah. Okay. Because Scooby had to get we a can of soup to slurp up. Food-relating yeah, yeah, well, Scooby went in the pantry, actually. He, he's well, there's he's a, determined to solve the mystery for the a, hammers. There's a, big, there's a big freezer where they usually keep all, like, the meat and stuff. And, uh, you know, so... They they hear a noise coming from inside the freezer. Scrappy Scrappy wakes up and he's like, huh, "I'll check it out." Scrappy says, "I'll check it out before I go to fully sleep." And then the door opens up, and it's all dark, but you just hear like a squeak, 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 squeak. He's like, "Squeak, squeak." Just a mouse. And then all of a sudden, jumps back. In. And then all of a sudden, a a, a bellboy cart comes rushing at them and pushing it is the zombie bellboy like yeah Scrappy's like puppy pop Scrappy says wait I'm just dreaming let's get out of here Scrappy's like like when then Scrappy Scrappy falls out of the thing he's like come on I'm just dreaming I I can do anything and then and then uh, the zombie uh, bellboy keeps chasing them all throughout the hotel what about about Scrappy so yeah. then we do a big door chase. Okay, yeah. Scrappy's like, uh, when am I gonna wake up from this? Scrappy's like, I know I'm dreaming. Scrappy, but, but like, Scrappy tries what? to Shaggy, Shaggy and Scooby, uh, like, picked up Scrappy, so they've been carrying Scrappy and then, while he's asleep. Yeah, well, well, no, 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 Scrappy's still in the bed. The little soup can with the bandanas in it as a bed. Oh, okay. It's being used as a bed. Scooby got himself a harness to super glue that thing to the harness. Of course. More Scooby-Doo after these messages. If you want your mom to be to not be annoying and and to, to stop making up fake ads with, with the word town in it, come by our super sharp knives and stab her in the back. If you are having trouble having privacy in your conversation, or if there's someone yelling in the background and you need to hear the person you are talking to, we recommend bathrooms. <coughs> Here at Bathroom City, we give we can come and give you any kind of bathroom that you want. We can give you an old-timey bathroom, a modern bathroom. A futuristic bathroom? Futuristic bathroom, that's right. What? We could even give you a JoJo Siwa themed bathroom. Or a 
Scooby-Doo themed bathroom. So come down to Bathroom City. <laughs> or can you get a bed bathroom? And you can have private conversations and whatever else you have think bathroom. food? Come visit Chipotlec and we will give you delicious Mexicana food. What's Mexicana? Band-Aids. If you have an owie, try Band-Aids. They're known mostly for helping with blood wounds, but did you know you can put a band-aid on anything that hurts and it instantly has a placebo effect that makes you feel better? Try band-aids or go to jail. Or go to owie jail! Oh, it just said the dasher is approaching. I thought that the dasher was here. Oh! Is, is your mom really stupid? Well, then take her to an insane asylum. Insane asylums. Go now. Or go to jail. Because you're insane. Hey, everyone. Do you, want to make, do you want to make swearing illegal? Is too many people saying shit or fuck or ass or dick around you? Come on. You need a buy. Wear free proof stuff that shuts their mouth forever. Makes them not be able to talk. What do you want to drink? Uh, I have to go down to pick up the food. <laughs> First blood. Or maybe you could draw an audience to see any of your new movies. Come out to the coast, we'll have a few laughs. Sounds sweet, but no, I'm stuck here with these two jerkweeds about to kick their ass with bare feet. I gotta drop the beat. I'll set it off against the top of Nakatomi. Need a fire hose to swing on you, you boat so below me. I haven't stopped killing it since calls for the Tony, and I got your detonators right here. Blow me. Oops. Ship your booby traps home, Rambo. Cause you'll never take the W without the P&O. Does your lip hang low? Does it wobble to and fro? Can you string that shit up on your compound bow? Lighten up, Wick, with your brooding saga. How about a little Akuna Matata, Baba Yaga? You got the trousers, tapers, and the watch, Spooker. But your acting falls flatter than the hot Gruber. Leave the underground coin game to Mario Brothers. And John... Bobby. What the fuck's with the chest butter? The bandolier looks heavy as shit. I'm like this prick's ring finger, only need one clip. I've been shopping shattered glasses since the late 80s. And like your late pump, I'll leave you pushing up daisies. 
Wednesdays. Less is more, boys. That's my advice. You less survival knife. You more survival wife. Ooh. I'm gonna need a dinner reservation for two. John Wick, I'm efficient and lean, a proficient professional, killing machine, underworld, overachiever, looking dapper as a buck, and only one of us to go three chapters without sucking. Between your elevator and the mine where you were trapped, you're such wieners, I should call you both John Shaft. I craft rhymes with pencils, then jam them in next, so I'm not vexed by vets, flex and roid injected pecs. Being excommunicado wasn't more than I could handle, so I think I can withstand an excremental ex-commando, and this sad, broken dad joke at Popo is no foe for the hurt you owe so bad. Virtuoso. Ho 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 to quivers and bows. I'm delivering blows, and when they land, it won't help to make fists with your toes. Bitcoin? No. Hitcoin? Certainly. I'll put you two in tune. Call it cryptocurrency. Obey your superior like good cops and soldiers. Raven, Roy, you're done. Over. Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! Unless it's one of your movies. You escape! I just turn it off! <sighs> when I rip off my shirt and start swinging my stick toes, I'm hotter than the suicide girls on your switchboard. My headband's red, but I got no love for comedy. No juice was used to produce these armies. High devil rules don't apply to this conflict. I'll finish you right in the lobby. This is a conflict. South is where your marriage went. The last pipe thing you slid in was an air vent. They used to say you were a handsome crusader. Too bad your hairline couldn't get saved by Steve Urkel's neighbor. Oh, I slip into the jungle, disappear like a gulf. Then ding, I pop up out behind you like pop. I seek peace, but I'm packing parabellum. I was trained to be the very best soldier boy. I'm blasting RPG through NYPD's guts. Simon says you can PTSD nuts. Jesus Christ, asshole, what are you doing? This is not some Saturday morning cartoon for you to ruin. Only thing getting ruined is McLean family Christmas. All your kids still have decent dad on their wish list. Whoa, Rambo dropping bombs in his flows. Your pals in the Taliban help you write those. Those were Mujahideen. There's a difference. The Taliban formed in the 90s when you fell off with a vengeance. Hey, who the fuck asked you, dog pound? Don't you go lock your mouth in a hole in the ground. Oh, look! Both a funeral suit away from presentable. I'm thinking I'm back. And I'm thinking you're expendable. You wanna die hard? Well, today's a good day. Let's go, motherfuckers. You beat Kaya! Yeah! Who's there? Show the wishes I deliver a killer verse. I've been blessed and cursed with a bottomless little purse that'll make crowds disperse. So worse, require medical attention. Better get the nurse. Say goodbye to an easy battle and hello, hearse. Yeah, I'm zanier than Billy to the max. Leader of the animated maniacs. You, you're the cure for insomniacs. Less fresh than the 20-year-old baloney in my slacks. We can't be axed. Like Lazarus, we just keep coming back. We don't need to boast or roast or talk smack. Or rap about women blinging record contracts. Be honest, be cool, and people will respect you. Those are the facts, dude. I'll back rap battles of history. Laura Croft. Faster. Let's get this battle cracking. I'll leave you like a reboot flattened. You used to be the queen of booby trapping. What happened? You got too woke to be fun. Now my Indiana kinda don't want none. Too many voices inside you. You burn through women quicker than I do. I think you should have dropped Hollywood as an option. 
when even Angelina gave you up for adoption. Let's cut to the chase. Oh, wait, he died. I guess you couldn't tap the addicts in time. And the bandicoot to your family's playing in ashes, kid. You got a tragic history, but crash it. Puzzle I'm trying to beat. It's figuring out why you're dressed for the beach. I've seen more class than the kids that teach. You can rise all you want, now I'm still out of reach. So go grab your relics and run. You verse me is sword verse gun. Honey, just the first four notes of my theme exceed everything you've done. Dr. Jones, you're no rival. You've been getting owned since Gimme the Whip, Throw Me the Idol. Indiana Condor, for heaven's sake, you'd shit those dickies at a garter snake. You stole your famous other daddy jacket and Stetson from the cold dead hands of Charlton Heston. Some ladies mistake you for brave and hunky, but you're such a tough to date, you could kill a little monkey. Marion is 15 when he raided her bow. That's no time for love, Dr. Jones. This is one temple that you'll never be exploring. You're not John Williams. You ain't scoring! Three decades in the game and my fans still adore me. You tried alien skulls and chose poorly. Your whole story got blown up on a sitcom. There's a big bang you can't hide in the fridge from. Hang up the whip before you crack a hair. I think even Mutt wants you to quit. Just do it! I kill dinosaurs for fun. What's another old geezer? I'll lock this battle up like Winston in the freezer. Dinosaurs? belong in a museum! I've been served a full-course meal of chilled Indian voodoo. They don't even kill as many animals as you do. You're corrupting the youth. They should be outside, not trying to unload the barrels on your thighs. You might have ditched those pistols akimbo, but you're still the same rich backflipping bimbo. A brat with a treasure map to catastrophe. Stuff in your knapsack with innocent casualties. Square Enix didn't watch anymore. That's why they dropped you like a J in the floor. When they designed your core, they ripped my style. And jiggled in a bit of girl's polygon wild. You took 3D to uncharted territory. Now you're just in uncharted territory, overshadowed by great light. Well, wait, somebody needs to make a tune for your old game. If you want to talk game, stick to sorry. That verse was worse than your crap on Atari. Aw, Fedora the Explorer thinks he's tough. You must have gotten dragged behind too many trucks. So strap some blocks on short rounds and pump the brakes. The only overshadowed thing is that face. I'm whooping you so bad I should get flagged for cheating. Like Miller around with a heart and he's taking a beating. I'm the first wet dream game has ever had. You're a Halloween costume for out of shape dad. Oh, my bad. Your dad was never present. At best, the affection you got was sloppy seconds. Ew. You ditched your sidekick, never met your own kid, cause his mum cut you off like a rope bridge. You're a dog, Indiana, that's fact. The only thing you're loyal to is a hat, no cap. Your face straight melted and you lost that smolder, so make like a boulder and roll your ass over. Cause Junior, the baby boomer beating me at rapping, that's like my new codes. Never gonna happen. Whole wall! Holster! But the goons fast break, take it to the other end. These silly tunes don't have what it takes to win. No, wait, wait, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to start it. We rapping now? We rapping? Hey, Porky, try him. Try him? Me? me? Show him who you really are, notorious P.I.G. What up? It's Porky Pig. They call me P Double L G. Step to me, he don't want no trouble. Yeah. I was famous before the internet. Since 1935, I've been getting respect. This pig is lit. I'm super legit. Every time I'm out in public, people asking me for pics. You? Nobody knows you when you walk the street. How your last name, rhythm, and you're still off beat. From beginning to the end, I'm here for all the smoke. Your squad ain't all star. Your squad is all jokes. And just with one bar, most famous of all quotes. This battle is now over. The battle, that's all, folks. Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> now, back to Scooby-Doo. So, a door chase is when we're running in and out of doors through the hallway and the uh, viewer stays in the hallway and sees people going in and out of rooms. Yeah, so you need to explain it. So you need to explain it to the people saying all the funny things that happen. So there's like door one, two, three, four, five, and six. We don't have to explain it in torches and excruciating detail. And some and some funky late sixties rock is playing while it's happening. <laughs> so like Shaggy and Scooby run out of door six, one right into the zombie bellboy who comes out of door four. Mm. Shaggy runs into door one, zombie bellboy chases him into door one, and gets pushed out by a bicycle with Scooby Dumb, Scrappy <laughs> doing Fred riding it. <laughs> and he gets, and then the bicycle comes out pushing him from door to door, door to door, and Suddenly, he's running away in a fire engine with Daphne on it. He just comes by, and then, and then he comes out of the door, monster does, and then he sees Thelma riding his cart, mm-hmm. and he gets knocked off, and Thelma again knocks him out the window of one of the rooms. And then they all rush to the window but, but to see what happened, and he's and 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 the cart and the zombie bellboy are mysteriously gone. They don't know Man, where well, it went Velma, to. No, Velma had his cart. Okay, well the zombie bellboy then, like, just vanished because, you know, they don't know what happened. So S- Scrappy and Scooby and so Scrappy's like, huh? He's like, I do need to get some more sleep. He's like, but. Scooby, maybe you should sniff out that that cart. Sniff the cart. Because we've got it in our hands. Scrappy's like, but so does the cart look ghostly? No, it just looks like a regular cart with maybe some cobwebs on it. So Scrappy sees a spider and Scooby's like, Why is spider? <laughs> does Shaggy get scared of mom about this? Scrappy's like, spider! Puppy power! Scooby plucks him. He's like, leave the spider alone. He's just on a web. He's not gonna do any harm. Actually, he'll catch real cat. He'll catch mosquitoes. And then uh, a man, a man. Where? Let Luke speak. And then a man comes in the door, uh, dressed in a super fine business suit, and he's a pretty old man, and he says. In here, this place is covered with spiderwebs and is filthy. I won't stand for any of that in this hotel, which I own. And there, and and then Daphne says, "Oh, you own this hotel?" And he goes, "Yes, I am Mr. Frederick P. Hilton, owner of this Hilton Hotel, and all Hiltons, and 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 all the Hiltons in the immediate Bloomington area. (laughs) So, which is just this one? No, there's." There's another one. <laughs> There's two of them. <laughs> but I own them nonetheless, and they need to not so have... your last name, Pilsen, if you only own two of them? Because that's how names work. Now let me finish a thought. <laughs> there are too many cobwebs and spiders and mosquitoes about because the cleaning staff isn't doing a good enough job. He's like, leave the spider re- If you want to get rid of the mosquitoes, leave the spider webs there, and they'll take care of the mosquitoes. 
Why, I have never been presented with scientific facts like that before. Perhaps you should be hired on or something. Scrappy says, maybe you should remove the spider webs on the inside, but leave, but let spider webs go on the outside because to stop mosquitoes from getting inside. In the vestibules, the, you should definitely leave old spider webs, maybe encourage spiders to go in there because the vestibule of mosquito is the last place that it's easily capturable of mosquitoes before they can get in the hotel and bite people. Well, that's all good things to know. The, the most important thing in the world to me is to make sure that people come and stay at this hotel so that I make lots of more money, so... Well, the ghost of the zombie bell... The zombie bellboy is naked that may stopping that from happening. Oh, uh, I beg to disagree because... Because of that legend of the zombie bellboy, there is a big convention happening here, and a thousand people are staying here, and I'm making lots of money, so the zombie bellboy is a good thing. And I now am going to go and do business things. Farewell. And then he leaves. Scrappy chases after him, and he's like, in my experience, they're always the FBI guys or the monster. Like, I'm going to take off his coat and see if he's an FBI guy. He runs over, and he's like, let me get off your coat. Possible FBI guy. If you're not an FBI guy, you're the monster. He rips off his coat. And is it an FBI guy? And and he he's now he's just standing there, not wearing a shirt at all, and but he's holding something behind his back with his hands, and he's like, "Look at me! I'm shirtless, and I'm holding nothing." So he's scrappy's like. Scrappy's like, Scooby! Scooby Dog! Get out! So they tackle him down. And Scrappy takes the thing. What is it? It's the it's a mask that looks just like the zombie bellboy. You're under arrest, mister! Yeah, that's right. You are under arrest. I am the guy who was the floor manager earlier, but I'm secretly in the FBI. I've been investigating this for years. You've been haunting this hotel uh, so that you can make it more popular with mystery-solving people and book conventions all the time. Well, who's, who says that? The guy? That was the manager, Mort. Remember me from earlier? I, I introduced myself when you guys showed up because I... I, I I was the day manager of the hotel. Yeah, like, I remember you. <laughs> like, yay, we've caught the monster! Wait, hold on a moment. I've been getting notes from the management. <laughs> Because if there's one thing that we love, it's getting show notes that completely change the direction of the story. <laughs> so, I was under the impression that I was an FBI agent, but apparently now I'm not, and the guy who, the Hilton guy, is apparently not the zombie person, so... No, 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 no he's working for the zombie person. Oh, so... And, and the guy is FBI. He doesn't so know. apparently I am in the FBI, and the Hilton guy is working for somebody else. Even though he owns the hotel and there logically wouldn't be anybody above him, uh, he is somehow working for somebody else. 
If only there were a lot more mystery solvers here to help solve this mystery. You are scary. Hilton, I was carrying the mask to take it to somebody else. Um, I was only trying to trick you into thinking I was the person who was the zombie bellboy yeah, in disguise. Like... Okay, then. How are you going to hang up on someone who's in person? <laughs> it's not on the phone. No, click. Like, handcuffs. Oh. Uh, Not hanging up on someone. Uh, we are arresting you because you are the best lead we have so far, and I guess we'll worry about whether or not that's legal later. <laughs> but we still need to solve the mystery of who he's working for. Okay, then. If it's correct, it's easy enough. Tell me who you're working for. And what's your name? <laughs> I've got a suspicion that you're not who we think you are. You might be the one who died. Scrabs like, never mind that. Yes, you figured me out. I am the bellboy that fell out of the window all those years ago, but I didn't die, I merely broke my legs and had to stop being a bellboy and instead go work at an office inside the hotel. And then I What's your grew, real name? My real name is... And then he pulls off a mask. My real name is Marjorie, the person running the convention. <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it too. If it would have all you kids and dogs. You'd have $100,000. Wait, so the bellboy didn't actually exist? <coughs> The yeah, he existed. And he but died? He didn't die. That's happened in a couple Scooby episodes. No, no, but the, the, the bellboy guy was actually... Was actually... Marjorie. Marjorie, so... No, not the zombie bellboy. There's another bellboy? No, the actual bellboy. So, there was no bellboy? <laughs> I think we have discovered a plot hole. <laughs> right? Maybe Marjorie takes off a mask. That would, that would, uh... And then Marjorie takes off a mask. Yes, it's me, the Hilton guy again. I was both Hilton guy and Marjorie, and I was the bellboy from many years ago who fell out of the building but didn't actually die. I invented the rumors of the zombie bellboy so that my hotel would become more popular with people who like paranormal investigators and ghostbusters and... So you didn't, you see, you said that the bellboy wasn't going to be a bad guy. Have have him have a reason to do this. Yes. Other than make my maybe he was like tricked. I was tricked. By who? Who do you think I was tricked by? Who? Were you tricked? Oh no, I know. Well, they look at the the, the day manager. Okay, I tricked him, apparently. So now the day manager's gonna start running away. I'm gonna start running away. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. Scrappy's like, not so fast, pulls a trap. 
I'm in a trap. And I would have gotten away with you, you too if it weren't for this long, extenuating set of circumstances. <laughs> anyway. Roll credits, the end. Welcome to the internet. Have a look around. Anything that brain of yours can think of can be found. We've got mountains of content, some better, some worse. If none of it's of interest to you, you'd be the first. Welcome to the internet. Come and take a seat. Would you like to see the news or any famous women's feet? There's no need to panic. This isn't a test. (laughs) Just nod or shake your head and we'll do the rest. Welcome to the internet. What would you prefer? Would you like to fight for civil rights or tweet a racial slur? Be happy. Be horny. Be bursting with rage. We got a million different ways to engage. Welcome to the internet. Put your cares aside. Here's a tip for straining pasta. Here's a nine-year-old who died. We got movies and doctors and fantasy sports and a bunch of colored pencil drawings of all the different characters in Harry Potter fucking each other. Welcome to the internet. Hold on to your socks, cause a random guy just kindly sent you photos of his cock. They are grainy and off-putting. He just sent you more. Don't act surprised, you know you like it, you whore. See a man beheaded, get offended, see a shrink. Show us pictures of your children, tell us every thought you think. Start a rumor, buy a broomer, send a death threat to a boomer, or DM a girl and groomer, do a zoomer, find a tumor in your here's a healthy breakfast option. You should kill your mom. Here's why women never fuck you. Here's how you can build a bomb. Which Power Ranger are you? Take this quirky quiz. Obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your kids. Could I interest you in everything all of the time? A little bit of everything all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything all of the time. Could I interest you in everything all of the time? A little bit of everything all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything all of the time. You know, it wasn't always like this. Not very long ago, just before your time, right before the towers fell, circa 99. This was catalogs, travel blogs, a chat room or two. We set our sights and spent our nights waiting for you, you, insatiable you. Mommy let you use her iPad, you were barely two, and it did all the things we designed it to do. Now look at you, oh, <laughs> look at you, 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 unstoppable, watchable, your time is now, your inside's out, honey, how you grew, and if we stick together, who knows what will was always the plan 
to put the world in your hand. <laughs> you in everything all of the time a bit of everything all of the time apathy is a tragedy and boredom is a crime anything and everything all of the time could I interest you in everything all of the time a little bit of everything all of the time apathy is a tragedy and boredom is a crime anything and everything and anything and everything and There once was a ship that put to sea The name of the ship was a bully of tea The winds blew up her bowed up down Oh below my bully boys blow (gasps) Soon may the willow man come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take our leave and go She'd not been two weeks from shore When down on her a right whale bore The captain called all hands and swore He'd take that whale in tow <gasps> Soon may the willow man come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take our leave and go da 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 before the boat had hit the water, the whale sail came up and caught her. Hands to the side, harpooned and fought her when she dived down low. <gasps> Soon may the willow man come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. No line was cut, no whale was freed The captain's mind was not of greed And he belonged to the whaleman's creed She took that ship in tow <gasps> Soon may the willow man come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take our leave and go da 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 for forty days or even more The lane went slack and tight once more All boats were lost, there were only four But still it will did go <gasps> Soon may the willow man come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take a leave and go As far as I've heard, the fight's still on The lane's not cut and the whale's not gone The willow man makes his regular call To encourage the captain, crew and all Soon may the willow man come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take a leave and go Soon may the willow man come To bring us sugar and tea and rum One day when the tonguing is done We'll take a leave and go Oh my god, the right finally has a meme! See him strut, hear him scream! Let's go, Brandon! Sounds benign, but it's an insult in disguise! Yeah, I see what you did there, guys! Let's go, Brandon! Watch him grin! A full of vivid glee! It's almost swearing! Let's go, Brandon! Shout it loud! Spread it near and far! You're so clever, yes you are! Let's go, Brandon! Let's go, Brandon! Let's go, Brandon! Let's go, Brandon! They want their way and they don't give a crap at all! If you're by hurt by their attack on the capital! Boats be damned, they know they're the winning team. But though they're 
Politicians are often deplorable Honestly, it's kind of adorable How proud they are to finally have their very own me beam and a meme that's all their own men we liberal sir are pwned let's go brandon use it when bluer prose is not allowed at church or in a nascar crowd let's go brandon spread it wide on stickers and on shirts because that will make the snowflakes hurt let's go brandon a sacred symbol almost as adored as calvin pissing on a ford let's go brandon let's go brandon let's go brandon let's go brandon oh and your demographic lacks a proclivity for making slogans that show creativity because the other side is all the poets and nerds. You don't need no education to make a chant for your chunk of the nation. Just find some words that kind of sound like some other words. So you scream. Lego tampon, flex your plankton, lick bo burnum, Costco phantom. Pants with pants on, sexual Reagan, panko man bun, let's go Brandon! Dumb parody ideas. In 82, down at NBC, they were trying to make must-see TV. Asking who could perform at 1230, following the Carson show. Soon David Letterman comes, with blue cartel in between his thumbs. Who cares what the rating becomes when he breaks his fake window? His necktie dance with a pull and twist, and in each episode read a top ten list. Sent in every day from the home office in Boise, Idaho. Watch David Letterman stand with the world's most dangerous band. Paul Schaefer's in command from behind his piano. On Thursday nights, he'd review her mail. The thrill cam roared with a mighty wail. And Chris Elliott would often scale from beneath the studio. Watch David Letterman stick each stupid human and pet trick. He'd jump on a wall and stick in a suit made of Velcro. That Larry Bud Melman was all the rage And Biff Henderson managing the stage Some slow-mo destruction debris rampage Then his next guest, Jay Leno Watch David Letterman flee The pinhead suits working at GE They screwed over Dave so he went to CBS To do the late show We're back Yes, we're back And um, we're uh, being joined by uh, a very special guest uh, uh, can you sign in, yeah. please, special guest? First, I want to mention that today is uh, Saturday, April 1st, 2023. Oh, yes, because we're, we're, you know, jumping around in time as we always do. And recording on a holiday as we seem to do. Meanwhile, yeah. uh, thank you for joining us, Stephen Colbert. You're welcome. So, normally you're uh, out in New York City, uh, Mr. Colbert. Uh, what are you doing uh, uh, out in Chicago right now? Uh, well, I was just trying to take a break. Mm. The vacation day for you? Yeah. Cause... Well, thanks for joining us here in my uh, humble uh, basement of my husband's. <laughs> uh, well, you're also humble. Oh, okay. I'm the humblest there is. Yes, 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 for sure. Uh, so, <laughs> so Carrie, uh, you wanted to uh, talk a little bit more about Wellington Paranormal. I just wanted What's Wellington Paranormal. 
it's a TV show. I just wanted to wrap it up by saying one of the reasons why maybe people might not be attracted to the show is because it's about cops. But um, we do want to mention that cops in New Zealand are not like cops in the U.S. And they don't even carry guns. They only carry tasers. So it's very strange. It's very different than uh, than U.S. cops. It's like, you know, completely different. They're very, you know, almost pacifist. They're 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 basically like crossing guards. There's not much going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. That's about all I had to say about that. Did you get any further in watching Wellington Paranormal, Luke? Uh, no, I, I didn't. I needed to uh, switch over to a different show about things that are paranormal. Um, I needed to rewatch season one of a show called um, The Ghost and Molly McGee uh, wow. on, on the Disney Channel because I very recently recorded a podcast episode for a, excuse me, for a show um, that um, my friend Chandler does uh, talking about uh, shows that are created by Disney television animation. And uh, he, he had the two co-creators of the show on his podcast as special guests. And then I got to be a co-host with him and, you know, got to ask those guys some questions. So, um, so uh, uh, because I, you know, because I'm my brain, special celebrity guests during a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, um, so the show is called The Ghost and Molly McGee, and uh, the, uh, the 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 ghost in question is named Scratch, and he is voiced by Dana Snyder, uh, who is primarily known in the cartoon world as the voice of Master Shake from Aqua Teen mm. Hunger Force. Yeah. So Scratch, you know, basically he talks like this, like, hey, buddy, how you doing? You know, but he's kind Bad of a... impersonation of Scratch, mister. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, you know, I, I was already a huge Skywalker or whatever. <laughs> Thank you. May the force be with you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, Caitlin, or whatever your name is, Carrie. Uh, okay, Carrie Dalby. Um, we, I need to ask you something. What is the best sandwich? Why are you asking me that? Um, it's the Colbert questionnaire. Oh, okay. Uh, we're recording a podcast. Um, the best sandwich. Well, <sighs> that's kind of a tough one. I'm I'm gonna go with a uh, hot ham and cheese on gluten free bread. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, and which is better, apples or oranges? Um, apples because you can put peanut butter on them. Yum. <laughs> Correct answer. <laughs> you? Yeah. Um. Yes. 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 If you had to pick one song to have the only song to listen to to for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, only one? Yeah. That's too tough. 
Only one. I guess I'll pick um, uh, Uncle Albert by Paul McCartney because it sounds like three songs. What do you mean? Yellow Submarine is great. Okay. Anyways, say Yellow Submarine. Duh. I'm going to go back to listening to what Luke wants to talk about in this segment. What else do we need to talk about to round well, up the show? To, well, to finish what I was saying before is um, uh, so there's a old song by Janis Joplin called Me and Bobby McGee. So mm-hmm. when I was driving around a couple of days before that podcast, I thought to myself, I could pretty easily do a parody of the song Me and Bobby McGee about the ghost and Molly McGee. <laughs> right. So, so I... The only hard part is sounding like Janis Joplin or getting anyone else that sounds like Janis Joplin. <laughs> well, well, I, well, actually, what I decided to do was to sing the song as if Scratch the Ghost was singing it. So I did. Yeah. It was in one of those song parodies I do where I sing it uh, as a character from the thing I'm singing about. So, yeah. um, so I grabbed a backing track from the Internet and uh, sound better. And uh, I, I whipped together a quick oh. demo version for the podcast. I mean, pretending to be Janis Joplin, obviously. <laughs> Let Luke speak, please, yeah. Stephen. <laughs> so, so I whipped, so I whipped together a quick, you know, demo version, and I played it. Uh, you know, I had Chandler play it to them on the at the end of the podcast episode, and they both really enjoyed it. Um, Meanwhile, so so yeah, so that's um. You know, uh, uh, my our good friend Steve Goody, uh, who is currently out touring around. Uh, many years ago, he did a um, he did a, a parody of that same song. So I messaged him asking if he had his backing tracks for that still, and he said that he thinks he does. But he was out on tour. But he had, once he got back home, he would um, uh, see if he could find it for me. Uh, so hopefully, if he had if he can find that, then I can record like a proper final version of the song. And then my friend Chandler, who hosts the podcast, will edit together a video for it using clips from the show. Um, and then we'll like post it on YouTube and stuff. And the creators of the show said they would like share it around and everything because they really they really got a kick out of the song. Isn't Steve Goody so, that block-headed guy that runs around with a pickaxe killing brain thingies? No, that's Steve from Minecraft. Oh. Oh. I can understand your confusion because they're both named Steve. Um, Just like me. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, hopefully that will be a thing that happens in the not-too-distant future. Steven, you promised not to interrupt very much. Man. You promised. Meanwhile. The overall point is that, you know, I impressed a couple of guys who, you know, uh, do a show at Disney and their second season is just starting. And, you know, who knows? Maybe they will need a storyboard artist someday and maybe they'll think to, you know, check out my portfolio. <laughs> so, yeah. um, unlikely. I got very lucky when that, when something like that happened and how I got famous. Yes, because well, Stephen, you should be encouraging of, of up and coming artists. Um, uh, You're known for being a very nice guy. Yeah, well, okay, get a worm in your apple. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, meanwhile. Yes, meanwhile. Um, 
But yeah, so basically that's why I, uh, I, I took a break from watching Welking Paranormal. Was, uh, uh, and start so watching that, my show. Ahem. Well, I've been watching your show uh, on and off for, for many years now because uh, you used to do the Colbert Report on, um, on Comedy Central. And I even wrote a song about Before that show. Born. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a long time My daughter. Oh. And then, you know, and then you took over the late show after David Letterman retired. So I just catch that whenever I can. Good evening. I'm Richard Cheese. Thank you. Here's a little tune I wrote with my bosom buddies, Barb and Star. What I really, really love as I look around this place Are all the sets of boobies and I want them in my face Hello boobies I love boobies, I love gazongas I love knockers and chimichangas I love melons and bonbons and Winnebago's I'll take a big chest of shirt potatoes cause I Love boobs. I love boobies. I love TTs. A couple yabos and dos chichis. Jumblies and jigglers, fun bags and cans. If you've got a breast, let me give you a hand. Hooters and Jugs and Galactic Probes This song should win at least two Golden Globes Cause I love boobs and Irish draperies I love boobs, I'm talking tatas I love boobs, I'm bunkers for honkers I love boobs, thanks for the memories I love boobs Two, three, hey! Eyes up here, man! Like, hey, dude, 
Up here, yeah? <sighs> Check, please. Just 
Episode from uh, Valentine's Day because there's a very funny parody on there um, with Voicemen. Cool. Kind of like a redo of a Boys to Men song <laughs> for their show. I'm glad you're appreciating my show, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 always been you know a, a very funny show that had lots of um, great comedy bits in it. Yep. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, on NBC in the 80s and 90s, uh, there was uh, the first version of the show uh, Late Night with David Letterman uh, that came before Stephen Colbert. And I really liked that show. And <laughs> I did a song about it and I entered it in the Dumb Parody Ideas contest. Um, but I didn't win. <laughs> but- Good. Because that was before my show. They were probably stupid. I don't think, Stephen, I don't think you really think that David Letterman is stupid. Who's David Letterman? David Letterman's <laughs> the guy that gave you your job when he left the late show, yeah. and then you took over the late show. <laughs> oh, I was just making a joke. Oh. Have you read the date? Uh, The date is... March 31st, isn't it? Oh. No! <laughs> oh, wait. Let me tear this sheet of paper off of my calendar. Tear. Oh, look. It's April 1st. You know what that means? What does that mean? Meanwhile. It was all a prank. I'm not Stephen Colbert. I'm Alex <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Luke, I'm sorry. I knew I knew that. I was entirely fooled this whole time over Zoom because I didn't have the cameras turned on, so you were able to uh 
pull the wool over my eyes with your clever ruse. <laughs> April Fool's on that too, guys. <laughs> you really thought we could get Stephen Colbert here, Stoops. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> well, oh, all right. I, for- I forgot I'm not supposed to be in person. Now that I can be more stern with you, be quiet. She did a good job of trying to stay in character, though. Yes, especially with asking all the questions. Alexander, be quiet. This is not a visual medium. You know what the best sandwich is? An ice cream sandwich. Mmm. <laughs> yep, I agree. Good answer. <laughs> I agree. And I hate, I actually hate apples with peanut, butters on, peanut, but, peanut butter on them. But Stephen Colbert doesn't. You've you never even tried it. Uh, oh, I tried a caramel should, apple. But, you should um, try a peanut butter apple, and then you'll get your points for trying a new food. Fine, I'll do that because this kid's strong. As long as you Stop yelling in my podcast. As long as you don't put anything on it, that's because it's April Fool's Day. As long as it's just an apple well, covered in peanut butter. Right. Okay, well, we'll just do it later. Can, can you go upstairs now? It's fine. Okay, bye, Alexan. Bye-bye, Alexan. Thank you for f- fooling me with your clever ruse. She thinks that everybody figured out that you were lying too. <laughs> he, he just revealed it to everyone. <laughs> All I did was repeat what you said loud so that it could be heard. <laughs> so, season two of The Ghost of Molly McGee. Uh, introduces a family who moves in next door who has uh, uh, the, the the daughter of the family is uh, an 11-year-old autistic girl. So <laughs> if you enjoy content that features an 11-year-old autistic girl, be sure to watch season two of The Ghost of and Molly McGee. Um, for, and for, also listen to Bad Rapport. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, I actually I want to check something uh, real quick because uh, I got an email just before we 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 popped on here because hmm. um, along with uh, let's see, I'm gonna go to Spotify, S P O T I F Y dot com eh. and. So basically, yeah, I, I joined Songcast so that I could get uh, fourth grade, or, or excuse me, so I can get needless. Eh, so I could get needlessly meta put on. Um, okay, that's weird. Unless here, let me do a search for the Great Luke Ski and see if I get a different response for if I spell it differently, or more to the point, if I um. Capitalize the letters differently. Because <laughs> that'll be annoying if that's a thing I have to contend with. Um, it's not popping up. Because, um, yeah, I, I went to put fourth grade talent show on Spotify and it hasn't shown up yet, but I got a 
a message saying that um that it is now up on there it is apparently it's up on uh iTunes and Apple Music but for some reason's fourth grade talent show is not yet up on <laughs> on on Spotify and I have no idea what the delay is so you mean to say needlessly meta that time no uh, no needlessly meta is up on all of the places oh, okay. but but my my okay. uh my game plan is going to be every two weeks basically every time I get a paycheck I'm going to put uh another of my albums just kind of going backwards chrono- chronologically um so so yeah, so I've been, you know, continuously, well, not continuously, but you know, frequently checking in to find out, you know, if uh if fourth grade talent show has been finally added to Spotify and it hasn't, but apparently it's up on uh, Apple Music and iTunes, so well, I don't know what the deal is. Well, ac- yeah, according to the Songcast website, it says that it's live, but yeah. Mm, I don't know. Um I'll have to research that as soon as uh I get off uh, the show with you. Oh, that's interesting. I now I've noticed that <laughs> that's a I don't, I don't there's a, something about Songcast that it won't let me capitalize songs the way I want it to. So, first of all, the Great Luke Ski is, you know, capital T capital G for the Great Luke Ski, which annoys me. But then other mm-hmm. things like like tracks like, you know, like DPI number 7 or whatever, it would be Capital D dot lowercase p dot lowercase i dot, you know, number seven. It's like, it's like oh. you, you can't recognize what initials are or why are you re- like, or if I type the word fump, usually I would do capital F lowercase u and then capital M capital P. And then it'll just yeah. change all of that, you know, on its own. And it, it's really freaking annoying, but yeah, uh, you know, what else can I do? But whatever. Anyway, the point is just letting everybody know that over the course of the next, you know, few months, I will be putting all of my albums uh, up on Spotify and uh, iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon Music, YouTube Music, uh, SoundCloud, etc. You know, so I can finally, you know, uh, you know, join the 2000s now that it's the year 2023 and have my music all available on those uh, places. So cool. So yeah, <laughs> maybe someday I'll do that or not. Uh, so, speaking of today being April Fools, that's one thing. It's like I do enjoy like creative joke, you know, things that you know a lot of like companies or whatever will put out, you know, on April Fools, but um. It's always annoying to me that like on April Fool's Day that I had and even like the day or two after because of the way social media works, you know, I have to keep reminding myself that like, oh, yeah, chances are anything I see is probably fake. (laughs) Yeah, it's like and that, you know, before, I, you know, don't get too excited about anything I see that might seem really cool because it might entirely just be a, a complete fabrication. So, right. Down. We're on the 
darkness to light We're right beside you, ready to fight We must be strong, we must be strong And we must be brave Still we carry, we ride like the sun Gonna get in our way Last time I was here, it was with the door and glimmer, and things were great. Not like now. Tis true. Things are looking dour. <gasps> This drink is extra sour. <clears throat> Could be the rebellion's darkest hour. Nonsense! You know why? Seas are rough and dire. We turn to friends and we conspire to relight the sacred fire of rebellion. When the horde tightens the noose around our daring sea rescues, we take some time to cut loose from the rebellion. Sure, friends are seeing eye to eye. Tis no reason to curl up and die. Friendship just needs a resupply. Oh, it's fun! It's fun to be friends with friends. Oh, it's fun! It's fun to be friends with friends. And when Horda kids us robotical, we'll respond with tunes most nautical and take a moment to 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 pop soda bottles. Oh man, third rhyme, rough stuff. Oh, how fun! How fun to be friends with friends! Oh, how fun! How fun to be friends with friends! Sometimes we'll fight, but that's okay. We'll work it out another day. I know things will work out in the end. Oh yes, 'cause it's fun to be friends with friends. Always fun to be friends with. Shanties. Hit it. Oh, I thought you said no shanties. This isn't a shanty. It's like a rock remix, so it's cool. 
kisses and kicks and magical tricks on each other we all depend I'm Scoop. Linda. Dream? Hello. Oh, I can't watch. <laughs> try, try to get backstage, performer. I'm a performer. <laughs> Yay! Go, Linda! I can do this. I can do this. <coughs> <coughs> Sneak, don't make sound. Sneak, just look around. I've always been strong, but now my nerves are gone, cause I know I can do it. Sing, dance, be a spy, hiding before your very eyes. How could I sneak with this fine physique? Discover the truth, it doesn't take a sleuth. For now I'm a spy. In disguise, hiding before your very eyes until you discover, stay undercover, seeking a clue that will lead me to you. Yes, I'm a spy, spying in disguise, hiding before your very eyes. Sneak, don't make a sound. Sneak, just look around. Thank you. Thank you. I did it. We must be. Best- 
It's 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> I want to get this episode done so that it finally can exist. Dang it. So, no, I am not going to recap everything that's happened in the past year and a half, two years, whatever it's been. Uh, so, I'm just going to talk about things that have happened recently. Um, so, yeah. Uh, first of all, hey, I have a new album. It's called Needlessly Meta. Uh, you've heard pretty much all the tracks on it, for the most part, on this podcast uh, over the past eight years. Uh so yeah, um, you can go get that at Bandcamp, where you can actually order a physical CD that I will send to you in the U.S. mail, uh, lukeski.bandcamp.com. Uh, but I have finally, you know, jumped forward into uh, the reality that everybody else exists in, uh, and I've put that album up on Spotify, as well as Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon Music, YouTube Music, SoundCloud, other places, I think, just... It's, it's, it's in all the digital places where people listen to stuff so that I, too, can earn fractions upon fractions upon fractions of cents from Spotify from people listening to my stuff. So uh, I put uh, Needlessly Meta up there right when it came out back uh, at MarsCon. Um, but what I've been doing since then is every two weeks I have been um, basically, you know, every time I get a paycheck, I have been putting another album from my catalog up in reverse chronological order. So, uh, my (laughs) albums number 6 through 12 (laughs) are now, currently as I'm saying these words, up on Spotify and uh, all the other places um, for your streaming fun. Um, So yeah, that would be Big Conspiracy, Target Audience, Too Much Stuff, uh, Be Amused by Me, Fourth Grade Talent Show, and Needlessly Meta. And the reason why that's significant is because I am going to be redoing the Lukeski Top 50 poll in August. So as I'm, you know, every two weeks putting out another album, I am going to be, you know, posting about that on my social media saying, hey, this album is up, you can go listen to it. And basically I'm encouraging people to, you know, every couple of weeks listen to one of my albums so that you can get those songs fresh in your head for when it's time for me to do the Top 50 again in August. You'll have a clear idea of which songs you might want to, uh, vote for and and you know move up to the top of the list so yeah so please listen to those albums and 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 you know subscribe to me on spotify and and whatever your music listening thingy is because the more people are following me and listening to my stuff there the more it I, i think the algorithm lets people know i exist or something i don't know how it works i'm just trying to do what everyone else is doing uh um and uh, uh, <laughs> one of my dumb parody ideas, which you heard earlier, uh, The Letterman, uh, is uh, a track that I decided to put on the fump because it just came out so good. Um, and Dr. Mento played it. even made the top ten. So I've been going to the uh, the Dr. Demento official Facebook group uh, every uh, month when it's just before the... Um, the, the top 10 episode and putting up an image saying, Hey, if you want to request it, click like on this image because that's the way Dr. Demento determines the top 10 now and basically takes all his requests is through the official Facebook page. So it's a very tough situation because I'm out there trying to promote my new song or songs by, you know, like Worm Quartet last year with the song Brandon or this year our good friend Bonnie Gordon with four letters, the ADHD song. And I'm out there trying to promote them and say, hey, let's get these songs in the top ten. But if any random person 
pops in and says, Hey, does anyone remember that song about the dead puppies? And then it gets like literally a thousand likes. And then Dead Puppies is number one in the top ten. And new songs by people like me and Bonnie and Word Quartet uh, don't make the top ten. So please, if you're not already a part of the Dr. Demento official Facebook group, please go join it and please uh, participate and, you know, click like on these requests and even make your own requests for stuff. Uh, you know, he still plays all the old school stuff, but um, the past few years he hasn't been pay- playing as much of the new stuff and, uh, you know, all of us at thefump.com, uh, you know, uh, would really appreciate the support from the fans and letting Dr. D know that, you know, people want to hear the new stuff too. So anyway, yeah, that's what all that is about, so go check that out. Um, what else? Uh, I'm doing commission artwork. If you want to um, commission me to do any kind of cartooning type stuff, uh, your original characters or existing characters that you like, uh, you can find me on all my social media at the Great Luke Ski, all is one word, um, and uh, just you know find me there and and message me and uh, tell me what you want and we will figure things out. You can also go to uh, Luke.ski slash art and you can contact me via that website. Um, what else is there? Um, oh, there. Um, of course, you know, I appear on other podcasts such as the Funkcast, which happens every week. Uh, there's me and Kyle's podcast, Kyle and Luke Talk About Tunes, who, you know, we have been putting out, you know, new episodes every two weeks, you know, per usual. Um, I have made many appearances on Escape from Vault Disney over the past year and a half, uh, the most significant of which uh, is an episode that aired, uh, I think I think he posted it Christmas Day um, of, of 2022, uh, and the episode is uh, titled Arendelle Yule Log. Um, I implore you all, if you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to the Arendelle Yule Log episode of Escape from Vault Disney. You will thank me, especially if you remember the old school days of me and Tony doing stuff like the Looney Bin and the sketches and the craziness he and I used to do. Uh, yeah, please go check out... Ooh. Escape from Vault Disney, uh, Arendelle Eulog, and tons of other episodes. There's tons of great stuff there. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, and then I was on a podcast called Podcast Without a Cool Acronym, uh, and uh, the, uh, the they had the uh, creators of the uh, the cartoon, <laughs> The Ghost and Bonnie McGee, on the show, and um, as a surprise for that episode, I whipped up a parody of the song Me and Bobby McGee, called The Ghost of Molly McGee, which I sang as Scratch. And you're wondering, like, hey, how come that song is in this episode? Well, it's because uh, the version I made for them was just kind of a quick thrown-together thing uh, with, like, a karaoke track I stole from the internet. Uh, But um, Steve Goody already did a parody of that song many years ago. And uh, he is in the... uh, When he has the time, when he's not touring, he's going to find that backing track for me, and then I'll do a proper recording of it. And I will post it to the Fump uh, right around Halloween time. So I'll wait till that version is out, and then I'll put that on the podcast. So, yeah. But still, you can go listen to the uh, initial version, the demo version of that song. And also, uh, Chandler, who hosts the show, uh, made an awesome fan vid of it using clips of season one of The Ghost and Molly McGee. So you can look for that on YouTube. Just do the search, do a search for The Ghost and Molly McGee, uh, Luke Ski. I'm sure you'll find it. Um... What else is there? Oh, um, Funk Fest 2023 is happening as a part of Con on the Cob this year. Uh, we were looking for a place to host the Logan Awards, and we reached out to Con on the Cob, and um, 
Andy Hopp, who runs Crown of the Cob, basically said, hey, why don't you just have Thumbfest here? And that is what Devo Spice is, in fact, doing. Our guest of honor for this year is uh, Ogden Edsel, as in the aforementioned song Dead Puppies. That's those guys and many other awesome songs. Daddy's Money, Kinko the Clown. Uh, you know, they've been doing awesome comedy music for a long, long time. And we got two of the guys. Uh, sorry, I keep yawning. Like I said, it's 4.30 in the morning. Um, <laughs> you know, um... Yeah, uh, they're, they're going to be there. It's going to be great. So go to FumFest.com for all the details. Uh, the only other acts booked right now uh, for sure are Worm Quartet uh, and uh, Toby Danger are going to be there. Um, I'm going to be, at the very least, in attendance doing stuff, uh, as will Insane Ian, and I'm sure many other cool people. And um, like I said, the Logan Awards will be there, so um, we'll all have to find out. <sighs> what songs get nominated so that, um, you know, uh, <laughs> and that'll determine what other artists might be showing up. Um, oh, also, I'll be appearing on Steve Goody's Virtual Comedy Show on March 29th, so go to stevegoody.com and you can find out all about the Virtual Comedy Show, and I'll be appearing on that doing something. I need to figure out what that'll be, uh, but we'll all find out together. And um, in the true spirit of what's Luke plugging now, I want to give a special plug to... Uh, Bonnie Gordon's album Con Artist, which is available on um, uh, you know all of the usual places where you can listen to music. It's also on her Bandcamp page. I know that she got physical CDs in. I don't know if she has them up for sale on the Bandcamp page yet. But regardless, you have to go listen to this album. It's not you know uh, it's not like a hundred percent you know like comedy music album. It's you know it's jazzy stuff. It's covers, uh, and there's a few funny songs, and there's uh, a, you know, uh, a couple of, you know, serious songs, but it is an amazing album, and I highly recommend everyone listening to it, um, yeah, and, uh, the, the aforementioned song, Four Letters, the ADHD song, that, uh, that Dr. Demento has played and has made the top ten, uh, is on that album, uh, but yeah, it's, it's just amazing, so please go check out the album Con Artist by Bonnie Gordon, uh, at, uh, I'm assuming she's, uh, bonniegordon.bandcamp.com I know that her website is bonniegordon.com whatever, just google con artist Bonnie Gordon, you'll find it so, anyway uh, I think that's about everything I'm going to plug for right now, because like I said I'm trying to get this episode finished thank you all for, so much for listening and for, you know, uh, hanging in there for the past year and a half while, you know, Carrie and I were not doing episodes, I would very much like to get back to us doing episodes regularly you know, once, you know, we, we got to a point where we were doing, like, two or three a year. I'd like to get back to that, like, possibly maybe, you know, up that to three or four a year, but it's all based on what's going on in our lives and how busy we are and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but yeah, uh, just, you know, keep following. Woo! Keep following me on my social media, um, you know, at the Great Luke Ski, you know, all at all the places except for TikTok, which is... <laughs> at the underscore great underscore Luke underscore ski because somebody's been sitting on the great Luke ski ever since I joined TikTok and I don't know who they are and they don't post anything and I don't know how to contact them to be like, hey, can I please have that handle? Dang it. Um, but whatever. Uh, yeah. So, that's about it for What's Luke Plugging Now. Again, thank you all so much for hanging in there and listening to us and, uh, you know, be sure to leave comments for us uh, at the website and, uh, who knows, we'll actually maybe read some comments uh, in the next episode. So yeah, talk to you all later. Here is the wrap-up of the episode. Peace. So.
So anyway, uh, um, but yeah, it's like, uh, you know, I'll, 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 I assume I'll separately record a whole what's Luke plugging now segment, uh, you know, as I usually do. Uh, is there anything you would want to uh, plug on uh, on the episode here before we wrap it up? Nope. Okay. Well, cool. Well, uh, so, hey, everyone, this has been an episode of Luke and Carrie's Bad Rapport. Wow, isn't that amazing? Uh, <laughs> featuring special guest Stephen Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> Which is even more amazing. Yes. So all of you have an enjoyable uh, rest of your april 1st and and you know uh whatever day it happens to be when you're actually listening to this and uh uh we'll see when we'll be back for another episode sometime hooray (laughs) bye bye everybody Maybe moving 
sell our crap, we must. We're just a bunch of boomers trying to keep from going bust. We're off on the road to Seniortopia. Sir, fresh off the internet wire. With topics from remodeling to your replacement needs. Our content's rated A-OK by the AARP. So tune in to this digital sound. Like Travolta and Madonna, we're Seniortopia bound. We're off on the road to Seniortopia. With Jerry Jerry and Julie Julie, they're here to stay. Your mom and dad need help, of course they say no man's an island. My parents talk so much, you said their generation silent. We're off on the road to Seniortopia. For where there's a will, there's a way. Help get your house in order before you take off for your start. I'd bring back my old jokes, but my ex signed a DNR. The wisdom you'll hear is profound. Like the majority of the television programs seen every night in the Columbia Broadcasting System, we're Seniortopia bound. Or like the vinyl records Jerry and Julie are keeping so they can blast shitty acres with Papa's Dancing Queen, we're Seniortopia Rabbits, white-tailed deer, hop away in deathly fear. Caterpillars in cocoons, great horned owls and big raccoons. Salamanders, garter snakes, don't let skunks get in your face. Mice and chipmunks, voles and rats, spiders, foxes, feral cats. Who has ever heard of fox? Who knows? But the coyote rocks, river otter and opossum. Spotting rock is so awesome. What's that on the infrared?
testing the microphone, trying something different. Erica wants to be able to hear her voice in time with the music. And my PC doesn't do that for some reason. So I'm using the Blue Yeti microphone and my garage band. Standing in the kitchen and there's a screen in front of the microphone. And one behind it and a towel over the top. The darling little muffins, I turned off the PS4. To make sure there wasn't extra noise from machines whirring in the background. I have the volume up really, really high in the headphones to make sure that Erica can hear herself. So I'm asking you, are the files I'm recording sounding good? Are they too quiet? Conversely, are they too peaky? Let me know really soon. I don't know when she'll get here. I'm gonna go in her bedroom and start poking around in her things. Just because I'm looking for a headphone jack for the headphones I lent her. I took them back, but it's a quarter inch and I need an eighth inch for it to do the thing I want it to do out here and it would make sense. Yeah, so anyway, let me know about this file, Kyle. Cat name flow is the bomb. And that's the end. No! You're listening to Luke and Carrie's Bad Rapport. Imperfection is what makes scientific experimentation possible. Imperfection is beautiful. At least to me. Leave comments for this episode at badrapport.com. No matter what you say, you are not a failure. Any who discount you are utter fools. Thanks. I like being friends with you, too.